Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. Two big events this weekend, Marktoberfest 5 and ArmorCon. I'm going to start with Marktoberfest 5 solely because I was there in person. Marktoberfest 5, Recess Games, North Olmsted, Ohio, October 14th. Tournament starting at 1, create a competitor tournament. Before that, two featured matches. The first, the opening featured match, the United States Championship match. The challenger, HR of the Unionverse, playing as Hallow King. The champion, Mean Megs, playing as Mercenator. Mean Megs was in control for most of this match. HR pushed it to crowd meter one, but the winner and still champion at the end, Mean Megs. Congratulations to Mean Megs for continuing to defend the LFF United States Championship. Big match Pete, I believe, is still supposed to be her next contender. No idea at this point when that match will happen. The other featured match was for the RBW Championship, the championship for the Rust Belt. I normally don't cover local championships. It's rare that I do, but I was there, so I decided to cover it. The champion, John Demetsky, playing as the Ronin Kira Himura. The challenger, Big Jim Bias, playing as Ruby Renegade. Standard singles match, it goes to crowd meter one. The winner, new champion, Jim Bias. This looks like this will stave off his retirement for a while. Jim Bias, the RBW champion. Now we get into the Create a Competitor tournament. There were 31 players in attendance. There were supposed to be more than that. I know a couple people had car trouble and could not make it. So they did sell over 31 tickets, but only 31 people able to play on the day. There were five Swiss rounds. After five Swiss rounds, they cut to a top 16. There was one undefeated player, Lauren Hughes, cut to a top 16. That had been announced beforehand. It ended up being a clean cut. Records of 3 and 2 and above got in. Everyone else eliminated. There were random stipulations for each round from the round of 16 to the semifinals. Final match was a main event stipulation match. The pool to be picked from was Steel Cage, Liger's Den, Ring of Fire, Steel Chain, Psycho Circus, and Tables. The stipulation in the round of 16 was Steel Chain. The stipulation in the quarterfinal round was Tables. Your quarterfinalists were Lorne Hughes, the undefeated, versus John Demetsky. The Cannoli versus the Chrononaut, Colin Simon. James Booker versus Mitchell Manja. And Sean Steiner versus Brad Iyer. The winners in the top eight were John Demetsky, the Cannoli, James Booker, and Brad Iyer. So, the semifinals, the team of Under the Bridge squaring off, 
James Booker as Night Terror versus Brad Iyer as Candyman. And then in the other match, John Demetsky as the new version of Mr. Snap, the second version, versus the Cannoli as the new version of D2, the only legal singles D2. This was a Ring of Fire match. The winners of their matches, the Cannoli and James Booker. So the Cannoli and James Booker face off in a long main event stipulation match that goes all the way to crowd meter five. We have James Booker, a three-time Creative Competitor Tournament winner, versus the Cannoli, a one-time Creative Competitor Tournament winner. The winner here, after a long, hard-fought match, top guy, the higher class, James Booker, winning his fourth Creative Competitor Tournament. Congratulations to him. He joins Kirk Polka as another four-time Creative Competitor Tournament winner. Congratulations to him. That was it for Marktoberfest 5. Great atmosphere up there. I love going up to recess and playing. I've played there quite a few times. The store had been remodeled and expanded. They have more space now than they did before. Quite nice. Different feel being in there. I think it's a good change. They did have the promo cards there. The brand new one. This is going to leave a mark. The two alt arts. Break the seal. And the crowd is marking out. Featuring James Booker, the winner of the CAC. There was also a generous amount of prize support. The organizers there at Rust Belt bought a number of mystery boxes and payoff packs, broke them open, gave out competitors, cards, again, very generously to everyone that was there. So great showing from them and just great seeing everyone else again. Can't wait to go back. Marktoberfest, been the site of a lot of good times for me. One not-so-good time in particular, but a lot of history for Marktoberfest, and I'm looking forward to Marktoberfest 6. ArmorCon, same weekend, three days instead of one day. Things kick off October 13th in Marlboro, Massachusetts. It opens with a featured match, the 23-7 American Interstellar Hardcore Championship on the line as the champion, Brian Schmidt, using Alexander Slamilton, takes on challenger, the Dread Pirate Tech Support, Simon Strauss, using Captain C.J. Sparrow. Standard singles match goes to crowd meter two, the winner and still champion, Brian Waitfort Schmidt. Congratulations to Mr. Schmidt for successful defense. Then they have a singles tournament. Friday night, seven players. Round robin, each player plays the other six. They did get two new players for this tournament. After all the Swiss rounds are completed, they determine first, second, and third based on record. In third place, playing as the newest version of the brain. I believe this is the brain still standing. The brain himself, Bob Dunn. In second place, playing as Spite, the husband of Spite, the Dread Pirate tech support, Simon Strauss. The winner, Friday night, playing as Matt Cardona, the 23-7 American Interstellar Hardcore Champion, Brian, wait for it, 
Schmidt. Congratulations to Brian Schmidt for having two big wins on Friday night. Saturday, we have the big Create a Competitor Tournament. 16 players. They play off four rounds of Swiss. After the four rounds of Swiss, they cut to a top four. No stipulations in this tournament except for main event in the finals. So we cut to our top four. This, by the way, was streamed. Let me go ahead and right now and thank Brian Schmidt for running the streaming at ArmorCon. I did watch quite a bit of the streaming. I wasn't able to watch all of it. Some of it because I was at Marktoberfest. Some of it because of some technical issues. But I want to thank him for streaming as much as he could. In the semifinals, we have Brian Schmidt as Mr. Pop and Twist versus the Dread Pirate Tech Support as Captain CJ Spara. A rematch of the 23-7 American Interstellar Harder Core Championship of sorts. The winner here, once again, Brian Waitfort Schmidt. So he goes on to the finals. The other semifinal match sees Ryan Pierce as Ra Ra Perry versus Le Penguin as the original El Super Ombre. Le Penguin wins here. So we have Le Penguin versus Brian Waitfort Schmidt, main event stipulation finals. This ends up being a very short finals match, only goes about two minutes. At crowd meter zero, Le Penguin hits the finish. Brian Schmidt unable to kick out. And so Le Penguin wins the ArmorCon Create a Competitor Tournament. Congratulations to Le Penguin for his victory. Le Penguin has already announced that the character he will create in Super Show the Game is the New York Phenom. Jason Falsone, who attempted to have the New York Phenom created through the 2023 Create a Competitor Competition, unfortunately did not make it out of the second round, but he will be joining the Super Show via this generous donation from the winner, Le Penguin. Congratulations to Le Penguin. Congratulations to Jason Flossone. Also, let me, at this point, thank Jason Flossone. He helps me out a lot with the information for ArmorCon. So I'm very appreciative of him for everything he helped me with this weekend. Congratulations on getting your competitor in Super Show the Game. After the Create a Competitor Tournament, the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championship was on the line. I wasn't sure that this match was going to happen. I was under the impression that Penguin couldn't make ArmorCon. I was wrong. He was there. So, the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championship on the line. The challengers, the team of Kill the Empaths, Swaggy D playing as Piglet, Steven Moonstar playing as Abigail Ferry in training. The champions, Cold Candy Crush, the Penguin playing as the Witch's Apprentice, Candyman Dan playing as Fortress. I know this was streamed. Unfortunately, there was copyrighted music in the background, not from SRG. And so this currently, as I'm recording, is not available to watch back on Twitch. So I missed this match. I only caught a little of it live, but being at Marktoberfest, I wasn't able to watch it fully. I can tell you that at CrowdMeter Zero, with a super power bomb in play, giving him a 12 to their grapple, I believe it's Candyman Dan hits his finish 
rolls that 12, kill the empaths, cannot kick out, cold candy crush, retained. They are still the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Champions. Congratulations to them. They will defend again this Wednesday, October 18th, after Talk of the Universe against Big Money. Big Money making the finals of the joint Deep South LFF Tri-State Tag Team Tournaments. Looking forward to that match coming up this Wednesday. Congratulations again to Cold Candy Crush. Play Penguin having a great weekend. Saturday night, Armacon. They have a tag team tournament. Six teams. They play three rounds of Swiss. Afterwards, the top two teams by record face off in the finals. We have Brain Trust, Bob Dunn, Brian Waitford Schmidt. We have Sweet Locks. Candyman Dan and Ryan Pierce face off in the finals. Again, could not watch this on Twitch. Same issue as with the Tag Team Championship match. Copyrighted music in the background, so not available as of right now. I can tell you that the winners at Crowd Meter 3, rolling an 8 on the finish roll, going to 11 with the Crowd Meter. The opponent's not able to break out, not able to make a save roll. The winners, Sweet Locks, Candyman Dan, and Ryan Pierce. Congratulations to them. Brian Schmidt making his second straight finals on Saturday. Congratulations. That's a great feat. Even though you didn't walk away with a win either time, still great to do that well in two tournaments in one day. That's Saturday night. Sunday, ArmorCon. One featured match. The LFF World Heavyweight Championship on the line. The challenger, Ryan Pierce. Ryan Pierce, part of the Impact team that won Faction Wars 4. That is how he is getting the shot he is using because he used this competitor in Faction Wars 4. The Submission 10 version of Robert the Brain Dunn. The champion, Brian Schmidt with the Witch's Apprentice. In a long match. Over 30 minutes. That doesn't go past crowd meter zero. Long match with no finishes being hit for a huge stretch. At crowd meter zero, Brian Schmidt finally hits a finish. Rolls his printed 10. Ryan Pierce not able to break out. The winner, still champion, Brian Waitford Schmidt. Congratulations to Mr. Schmidt for his victory. This was the final streamed thing. Brian Schmidt, in charge of the streaming, had to leave after the featured match. Thank you once again to him for all of his efforts, both at ArmorCon and just in general, for Super Show the Game. The final tournament from Sunday at ArmorCon, an old-school sealed tournament. Nine players, four rounds of Swiss. They did have a buy in the first round. They did have a player drop about halfway through. After four rounds of Swiss, from what I could tell, they determined first, second, and third based on overall record. In third place, a player I'm not familiar with, Dozer. In second place, the Dread Pirate Tech Support, Simon Strauss. Having a good weekend. I've mentioned his name a lot. He's done very well this weekend. And the winner of the old school sealed event math guy Brandon Kong coming all the way out from sunny California 
to win the final, the closing event of ArmorCon. And that was ArmorCon, folks. A couple of other things to note. There were a couple of promos. Armored Aggression, a card at number 9, lead submission. Armored Contact, a card at number 25, lead strike. They also debuted a con-exclusive competitor, a new version of the prize fighter, Simon Davner. After this weekend, he'll only be available in payoff packs and mystery boxes. He was also only available at the con, not available on the website. The only cards con-exclusive available on the website were the non-logoed versions of Armored Aggression, Armored Contact from ArmorCon, and this is going to leave a mark from Marktoberfest. The Altart cards, Break the Seal, and the crowd is marking out, are not on sale on Super Show the Game. Just the three non-logoed versions of the one Marktoberfest logoed promo and the two ArmorCon logoed promos. Those were only available if you were at either at ArmorCon or Marktoberfest. That is the news that I have for you coming out of these two big events. ArmorCon running October 13th through 15th. Marktoberfest one day only. October 14th. Both great events. Very happy to see everyone there. The next two big in-person events are the weekend, October 27th through October 29th. Sin City Con, Sharonville, Ohio, just outside of Cincinnati, Ohio. Sharonville Convention Center. SRG Universe will have a booth all three days at the convention. After that, CAC Tournament. Atlanta, Georgia, ACCW presents the Level Up CAC, Saturday, November 4th, 2023. $30 entry fee. You can buy it right now, supershowthegame.com. Shop section, events and online events, or in-person and online events, under the event portion. Doors open at 10 a.m. Tournament starts at 11 a.m. Swiss rounds to a top cut. Number of rounds and number of people in the top cut will be based on attendance. There will be predetermined stipulations. Those have yet to be announced. There will be three new logoed promo cards. There may be a timed sudden death element to the Swiss rounds. I'll give you more on that as we get closer. That is all we know for right now. Kickstarter update. The current campaign from SRG Universe for the Super Show the Comic, six issues of Super Show the Comic, is live right now. It ends Monday, October 30th, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Currently, $14,770 are pledged from 156 backers. We have reached the first backer goal, 150 backers. The next backer goal is 165. If the campaign reaches 165 backers, it will unlock the blind side tackle promo card. If it reaches 227 backers, it will upgrade all the unlocked spotlight prints to new competitor cards, with the exception of Polly the Pigeon Pecone. Funding goals. 
I was a little confused last week about the funding goal for $14,000. By hitting $14,000, we unlocked a new card for Super Show the Game, Expose the Opponent. Expose the Opponent is a lead submission at number 6. Reveal cards from the top of your deck until you reveal a finish. Add that card to your hand and randomly bury the others. I was confused. I thought this might also have been a spectacle that they talked about if all of the limited tiers sold out. I was wrong on that, so I'm sorry. Expose the opponent was the funding goal, $14,000. The spectacle is something else. The spectacle is not called Expose the Opponent. The spectacle is a bonus stretch goal. Since I mentioned it, I'll talk about it here. If all of the limited tier items sell out, this gets unlocked. It'll be given to everyone who backed at one of the limited tiers. It will be available as an add-on for people pledging. Here's where we are right now with the limited tiers. For the number six, the big finish, and super show cards tier, this is issue six plus all of the cards. This limited tier, there are 36 remaining. For the next limited tier, this is a comic tier. Get all six books from Super Show the Comic. 15 remain of that tier. The cameo tiers are all sold out. The half page spotlight tiers are all sold out. And the full page spotlight tiers are all sold out. So, if 36 people back the issue 6 and cards tier, and if 15 people back the all 6 books from Super Show the Comic tier, the bonus goal will be unlocked. 51 additional backers are needed to unlock the bonus goal. So if we get those 51 additional backers, that will unlock the next backer goal, which will unlock the Blindside Tackle promo card. It'll get Gropar the Great and Powerful. It'll get EDM. And if we unlock the comment goal, it'll get Masked Llama upgraded from 2.5 by 3.5 Spotlight Prints to brand new Alt-Art competitor cards. Maybe even new gimmick competitor cards. Don't know. It'll just upgrade those to competitor cards. For the comment goal, for the comment goal, we are currently at 120 comments on Kickstarter. We need another 80 comments to unlock the Mass Llama Spotlight print. I'll talk about one way we can unlock the comment goal in a little bit. And then finally, folks, the share goal. 200 shares on social media unlock a 2.5 by 3.5 spotlight print of Polly the Pigeon Pecone. The share goal, for some reason, is always the hardest to unlock. I don't know why people just don't feel like sharing from the SRG Universe Facebook page. Let me give you where we are right now with that share goal. With two weeks left, 14 days, we are currently at. 34 shares. We still need 166 social media shares to 
to unlock the goal. This is not very difficult, so I hope people start sharing this. I'll try to step it up. We have two weeks to do this. We should be able to get this done. This and the comment goal, we should be able to do. One last thing about the Kickstarter. Since we hit $14,000 in amount pledged, the next funding goal is at $16,000. If the campaign gets $16,000 pledged to it, it will unlock a brand new follow-up strike card at number 13, Kitchen Sink. The text currently from the images shown for Kitchen Sink is that you will be able to search your deck for a strike and put it on top of your shuffle deck when number 13 Kitchen Sink hits. Subject to change, maybe, but that is the next promo unlocked if the campaign reaches $16,000. Right now, the campaign currently stands at $14,770 from 156 backers. I think we can get the social media goals unlocked. I'm going to work harder to get that done. As far as the pledging, if you want to pledge, get the cards, get the Kickstarter, you have two weeks to do that. CCC News. We have the official results from the first semifinal match of the 2023 Creative Competitor Competition. JAC versus Moxie, versus Matty Bar 1. The winner officially, JAC. JAC is going back to the finals. The other semifinal match is going to be Private Cuddles versus Captain Kiddo versus Math Guy. As of right now, Sunday, with the match scheduled to go live this Friday, October 20th, 9 p.m. Eastern, and run until Sunday, October 22nd, same time. I have seen no promos from any of the three competitors in the match. Hopefully that will change between now and the time the match starts, but with much more time than the first match had to make promos, I'm not seeing any of that being taken advantage of. Hopefully we will see more between now and then. I'm looking forward to it. That's where we are right now, though, with the 2023 Create a Competitor competition. Also, I mentioned this back with the comment goal. One of the ways you can vote is you can post a comment on Kickstarter for the person you want to see. Post their hashtag when that hashtag is revealed when the match goes live. If you post the hashtag, you earn two points for the person you're voting for, and you help us get closer to the comment goal. So, if you're going to vote in the CCC, consider voting on Kickstarter, helping bump the comment goal up. That's all I have for you right now on the CCC. Faction Wars 5 is still rolling along. Phase 0 of Faction Wars 5 is about halfway over. So get your matches in. There's still plenty of time, but time is slowly ticking away. Let's talk about the online tournaments, featured matches, and other bits of news that happened this week in Super Show the Game. I'll start Monday. Monday at Legendary Realms in New York, we had two 
big championship matches. The first was for the LFF Tri-State Championship match. The champion, John Polverino, with the new alien invader, looking to tie the record for most successful defenses, currently at 18, held by his opponents, the SRG BOSS. If the challenger, the SRG boss, wins, he prevents John Polverino from tying the record. If he loses, John Polverino ties the record. The SRG boss ends up playing as the second version of his own competitor. I already mentioned John Polverino is the alien invader. New York rules match. It starts at crowd meter one and it ends at crowd meter one with the winner, still champion, sharing the record with his opponent, John Polverino. Congratulations to Mr. Polverino for the victory. The other match from Monday night, the 23-7 American Interstellar Harder Four Championship. Brian Waitfortschmidt, the champion with Alexander Slamilton, the challenger, Ant West playing as the new version of D2. A bit anticlimactic because I already reported that, that Brian Schmidt defended at ArmorCon, meaning he must have won this match, and he did, securing the victory at CrowdMeter 2. Congratulations to him. We also had an online Monday night tournament. There was a bit of a miscommunication, but Chibi holds an impromptu Monday night fun night event. Five players, round robin. Each player plays the other four. Two best records square off in the finals. Lucky Cat Nico playing as herself versus Carlos Lumbre playing as the big shot in a Ring of Fire match chosen via the random stipulation wheel Chibi uses the winner. Lucky Cat Nico. Lucky Cat Nico has been gone from the Super Show for a while. She comes back, makes a big statement by winning the Monday night event. Tuesday, we have a featured match after the dojo the winner of which will become a contender for the LFF Underworld Championship. The first man in the match, Math Guy, playing as the original executioner, the same competitor he used to win the Pixel Palace Pandemonium 4's Creative Competitor Tournament. His opponent, Zach Ashley, playing as the Rising Sun. The winner here, at Crowd Meter 1, getting a future shot at the Underworld belt, Zach Ashley. Congratulations to Zach for winning that big match. Thursday, we have Chibi's Thursday Night Fights. Six players, round-robin format. Everyone plays everyone else. Top four players advance to the top cut. Liger's Den stipulation in the semifinals. Steel Cage stipulation in the finals. Your two semifinalists, as far as I know, no third-place match, were Prince Butters, a.k.a. C-Mac as Gabby Ortiz, and Practicite as Amazing Red. Your finalists, Alec Ventresca as Kenny Omega versus the Judge Tim Riley as Lemmy Adam with the winner, the Judge Tim Riley. Congratulations to Tim Riley for your victory. Friday, John Mathis of Got Next hosts an online tournament. All Tornado Tag competitors. Six players, again with the round-robin format. Based on records, third place, playing as Sheep Fighters, Practicites. Second place,
playing as time travel extraordinaires, John Mathis, and the winner playing as cheer and fear, the judge, Tim Riley. Congratulations for winning on Friday. Congratulations for going back-to-back in online tournaments. One last bit of news, some news about the LFF Trios Championship. The next LFF Trios Defense will be October 25th, a week from Wednesday, after Talk of the Universe. The champion, Simple Chuck, will face challenger, John Press 1P. John Press 1P, again, got the shot because his team won Faction Wars 4. Now, the next challenger is going to be James Booker. James Booker will face the winner of one of these two men. The challenger after James Booker is the Grump with a catch. A while back, the Italian Bombada was promised a trio shot only if the then-champion Mallory the Destroyer was defeated by challenger Yasmin. He is giving the Grump the same type of shot. The Grump will get a shot only if James Booker defeats the winner and champion coming out of the Simple Chuck versus Press 1P match. If Booker loses, the Grump cannot get a Trios championship shot unless the Grump wins some other type of qualifying event like a tournament. That's the only way, at least as long as Chris Pagillo is general manager, the Grump is going to get a shot at the Trios belt. Very interesting. We'll have to see what happens there. That is what has been announced from Chris Bagillo, the general manager for the Trios division. That is pretty much going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. As far as tournaments for next week are concerned, nothing has been announced yet, but expect something Monday night, expect something Thursday night, dojo, Tuesday night, twitch.tv slash srguniverse. Because Brian Schmidt is traveling from ArmorCon, to my knowledge, there was no episode of Sunday Night Fights this week. If somehow I missed it, I apologize. But to my knowledge, no Sunday Night Fights. With that being said, I would like to thank all of you for listening. And good day.